Good morning, everyone. It's Sunday morning, and my intention this morning was to give you a message about the rapture, the moment, the day, when the Lord Jesus will come and take his people home to heaven. But I believe that the Spirit of God has put another message in my heart, and that's what I want to speak about today. And I want to think about John chapter 3 and verse 16, probably the most well-known verse of the whole of the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, when we think of our sins being forgiven and us having the peace of God in our hearts and as we think of the prospect of heaven and home for those of us who have believed on him, we think of a legal transaction. We think of something that God has done that has enabled him to forgive the guilty sinner. And that's absolutely true. You see, God is just and he cannot have sin and sinners in heaven. And the only way that we can be where he is, as the Lord Jesus said in John chapter 14, that where I am, there you may be also, the only way that that can be the case is if our sins are forgiven and if they are removed totally and completely. And the only way that that could have been done was when a just, holy, righteous person, and that righteous and holy person could be none other than God's beloved Son, because the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But that blessed one, as he came in perfection and beauty and in absolute holiness to Bethlehem, and his life was utterly perfect in every way, the Bible says, in him is no sin, he knew no sin, he did no sin. This was none other than God's holy, perfect, blessed, beloved Son. And that one went to Calvary and bore the guilt of my sin and paid the debt that I could never pay. And without that, there can be no forgiveness. And that legal transaction, so to say, was accomplished there upon Calvary when God the just was satisfied in the mighty work that his son accomplished and he raised him from the dead testifying and demonstrating his total satisfaction in what his beloved son did there at Calvary. And everyone that acknowledges Jesus as their Lord, trusting him as their saviour, repenting of their sin, they know what it is to have forgiveness. But what I want to bring to you today is the love that drew salvation's plan, the grace that brought it down to man, the mighty gulf that God did span at Calvary. And there in that verse, John 3 and verse 16, God so loved, 
And that little word, we were thinking of a two-letter word the other day, weren't we? So, well, in this case, it is so loved. It is immense. It is eternal. It is infinite. It is greater than any measurement could be. In fact, another scripture tells us about the, the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ, which surpasseth knowledge. It's an amazing love, a love that is so different from the kind of love that we know down here. The love that God showed is that agape love, which means it's a love that is out of a source of one who is love. The scripture says God is love. We love because people love us in return. But he loved the guilty. And the love of God has been demonstrated in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How beautiful is that? He so loved the world. And how did he do that? In that he gave. You see, we can talk about loving someone, but unless we give of ourselves and demonstrate that love, people can question that love. And the so-called recipient could question that love. But this verse tells us that God so loved the world that he gave. And he gave his only begotten Son, the darling of his heart, the person that was the object of his affections eternally. We don't understand, we can't grasp what that really means. But God gave his best. He gave his only. He gave the one who alone could accomplish that work. And he gave him, where did he give him? Well, he didn't just give him to Bethlehem. He gave him to Calvary. Because there was the place where God's perfect son would die for imperfect human beings, where God's holy son would die for unholy human beings, where God's righteous son, just and righteous in every way, should die for the unrighteousness of you and me. How amazing is that? He gave his only begotten son, that whoever, whether you're male or female, rich or poor, whatever colour skin you may have, whatever background you may have, whatever sins you may have committed, however far away you feel from God today, he gave his son that you, you could put your name there, whosoever believeth on him, makes him their Lord and Saviour, stands upon his promise of salvation if you receive him. Whosoever believeth on him rests their whole soul and eternity and destiny upon him, shall not perish. And perishing is not something that is temporary. It's eternal. It's not the end of being when we die. 
But for those who have never made Jesus their Lord, it's the end of well-being. Shall not perish, but have everlasting life or eternal life. And that life begins the moment you rest your soul on Jesus. How wonderful. He says again in chapter 17 of the same gospel, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. You see, we're not just talking about the duration of life. It's eternal. It will be forever. But it is the quality of life to know God and to know his Son, Jesus Christ. This is life. He said that I came, I came, that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly or in all its fullness. You see, life really can be anything but enjoyable. But when you have eternal life, when you have the knowledge of God, life takes on a completely different meaning. It opens up into that which is of purpose and that which is with peace and that which knows the pardon and the blessing of God upon your life. And you will then become a purpose of a purple a person sorry of purpose and one who can be an instrument in god's hand for the blessing of others this is the burden that i have in my soul today for you and i believe the spirit of god has put this there for your blessing i trust that it will be god bless you